0: continue into the interview series of the people within my absolutely phenomenal voiceover community that I'm privileged to be a part of. We talk today with Morgan Taylor. Morgan is a phenomenal voice actor. She has been such a wealth of knowledge, such a generous person uh, with the things that she's been able to unlock about this entire industry. And those things, while she says herself she is still learning all of this, she's open to helping pull people forward and draw them uh, towards the level that she is in her performances. I had the privilege of sitting in on one of her displays of this, her coaching sessions that she did with our group, where she offered amazing feedback and specific notes for each individual voice that did a read within it. And those tools, that that the things I was able to equip to my tool belt have exponentially helped me within my own reads, within auditions, within anything that comes my way. Morgan is so funny, so invitational, and just absolutely caring of the people around her. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Editing back through it was an absolute pleasure and a blast, and I laughed to myself in this booth right here uh, seconds ago while I was finishing up the final touches on it. Just because reliving that, it's such a, it it was such a fun conversation for me. So I hope you enjoy that. Without further ado, Morgan. I'm just kind of winging it. Genuinely, I mean this from the depths of my being. Morgan, oh my god, you're going to be on this episode of the podcast. I'm like crazy excited to have you in here.
1: I'm excited, too. I think you're just the best. You have the best energy and heart. You're so genuine. I'm just happy to be here, so thank you.
0: Thank you. I'm an actor, so all of it's a facade. None of this is real. None of it. Damn
1: good, then. You're damn good actor.
0: Authenticity. (laughs) The only city I want to be a member of.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Love it. Well,
0: Morgan, I... So I had a list of, like, people within our little scrappy collective who, like, I met at the very start of this, and you were the most wonderfully and i mean this wonderfully terrifying person when i first mm. jumped into this group
1: <laughs> <Terrifying> <laughs> like
0: in a person. wonderful way you pulled me out of my little introverted Aww. shell where i wanted to sit in the sidelines in the background and like be a like not creepy lurker but just sort of hang out like you guys have fun i'm just gonna be over here yeah, and you, you were like you were just like Andrew, what do you think about this? And I was like, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to have thoughts. And you said, no, oh they're valuable. Get in here. So I'm just all kinds of geeked to have you on this podcast That's so episode.
1: Sweet. That's so sweet. I love introverts. I like gravitate to them, but I don't really <laughs> feel like you're an introvert to me. Do you think you're an introvert?
0: Genuinely, I, I very much am in like my everyday yeah, life. Mm-hmm. And when i'm around the right people like i'm a people dependent your true self yes see that's that's how my
1: husband is people think he's really shy but literally he's the biggest goofer goober goober lip i've ever (laughs) made and he's like that too so i get that
0: and i you know i want to throw this out just because i'm I'm curious, and because I'm curious and we're in the midst of recording, this question comes out like this. Is your husband home soon? Are you going to get to see him Uh, soon?
1: He's leaving in, like, four hours from Turkey. He should be here this weekend.
0: Are you hecking kidding me?
1: It's been a month delayed. A month. He should have been here May 9th. But, like, Uh, I'm getting to, like, that's exciting. I know, I'm so excited. So I might go MIA for a little bit, but... I'm Uh, so pumped.
0: Yeah, understandably so. I
1: almost a ten month deployment. Oh my
0: god. Oh my god. I'm from a military family, and you get it. Yeah, you get it. Absolutely (laughs) understand. It's hard. Very much. Yep, but
1: we're almost there. You're almost
0: there, and you might get, like, I'm flattered that you were like, you know what, I'll take time out to of my crazy, like, having oh, things going on. I'm
1: trying to pack on. my days in selfish <laughs> reasons I'm hearing, I don't like you at all.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> Wonderful. I love hearing that, honestly. <laughs> uh, so, kind of for the benefit of the podcast, winging it. We all do winging mm-hmm. it, and I want to know all about that, but first I want to know, because you are freaking slaying in the voiceover industry so i want to know how did you tiptoe into the world that is vo how'd you get started here when did you get started here even
1: so i started auditioning probably i guess now like november of 2021 so like a, a year ago wait i don't know math it's like a year and a half ago i started auditioning
0: oh my god
1: and, and i Yeah, I haven't been doing it long. I did radio for 10 years, and it was just a very toxic environment. Um, Not most of my career, not really until I got mm, a little bit all of my career. Uh, You just don't recognize like you're being like, it's like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Um, But when I reflect, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I really shouldn't have stayed in that for that long. But I was doing radio out here, like, in the in El Paso, New Mexico, and it was just a really bad situation. I was getting really, like, mental health. It was at an all-time low. So I started, like, my, my mentor back home, who's, like, this radio legend in my hometown and in the state of Georgia. He's been doing it, like, 40 years. He's amazing. You would love him. He was like, you should just, like, start on Voice123. I got a couple bookings out of there. You know, maybe make some extra income because I just got tired of making, like— you know, it wasn't even the the money at the end of the day. Because, like, I was prepared to be in radio and knowing I was just going to be living, like, paycheck to paycheck my whole life. But I was fine because I was happy. And I liked the craft. But then it became, like, making $28,000 a year doing seven different jobs. Like, three, four radio shows. Toxic coworkers. Getting bullied. Then being the production or the promotions manager, then selling radio. I was like, this is getting too much. So, like, I got booked day one on Voice123. I just got very... I'm very lucky. I don't know. Like, I I know people are like, you've worked so hard. I'm like, okay, kind of. But I also just got booked right away. And who knows? I don't know if I would have lasted two months. Because, like, if I wasn't making money, I wouldn't have known if I would have had the time working my full-time job. So... I say I'm lucky on how I got started. Now, lots of work to maintain and be where I am now. But initially, it was luck and just, like, being in a demographic of, like, young female, 18 to 35, just knowing already how to do a conversational read coming from morning radio and not having to, like, you know, remove some radio tendencies. Sometimes I still do slip into an announcer, but it was just luck. So I just started auditioning, and by my second month, I was making more... Um, in voiceover than my full-time job. And so I was like, what am I doing here? Like, (laughs) I really enjoy voiceover. I'm now, like, kind of neglecting radio because I'm just so excited to audition. Like, I would go into work... Audition after my morning show, work my full time job, come back, audition some more. So I was like 12 hour, 12 plus hour days just auditioning and like getting the feel. And then I just had this like God universe moment where I just felt like I needed to jump ship. And I did it very abruptly and impulsively, but no regrets. Yeah. A year and five or a year and two months later being full time it's just completely changed my life. So that's like the Cliff Notes version. Radio Pivot did me into it, but it was pay to plays is where I got my full start.
0: So day one, like you got on there, yeah. you threw in an audition and suddenly you booked a job off of that?
1: Yeah, like within minutes, it was weird. I was like, what the, it was like, or it was the same day. I was like a, it was a very small Microsoft gig. It was like 150 bucks internal. And then it just, I made like $1,000 in that first month. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And the same thing happened on Voices. The first day I was on Voices, which I didn't join until a couple days later. It just, I got booked twice in in my first. It was weird. I know that doesn't happen. You can still be, there are people even more talented than me that don't get booked on their first day. But it was a lot of luck in the beginning. Not luck now. I'm very proud of the work I'm putting because I haven't just like. I'm not just auditioning to make money. Like I'm really understanding the industry. I am trying to do it correctly. I know rates now. I know $150 internal gig is not really what you should be quoting. But initially, if you got to put food on your table, yeah. You got to build that client list. I don't regret it.
0: For so, sure. Yeah. And like I'm curious, was there ever a point of view at that time where you were like, "You know what? Voiceovers easy like when you when then suddenly you're like thousand dollars in the first month this is gonna be an easy little gig
1: i mean sometimes it feels like like when if, you've, if you if if you when you book a job off of an audition and you're like shit i don't or shoot sorry shoot, i don't gotta do any i don't gotta do anything else that's it That feels weird. And, but it, it felt easy and just like momentum was crazy at first. I don't know if it felt easy. It was, it was a lot of work in terms of like consistency. But as I've gone on, it is not easy. Yeah. You have to deal with like, you know, imposter syndrome and like rejection and all the no's that's been the most challenging and like the comparison game no matter how talented you are when someone gets a job you audition for that you really want it still kind of hurts yeah even if it's your friend you're still like oh darn but i don't know i don't know if it was easy it just felt very quick and very fast yeah but i was i was hustling so hard you know for sure
0: and the, the but cool- i was
1: definitely motivated by the instant like bookings at first for at- sure To be transparent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're in the microwave era. Instant gratification is our second name now. Yeah. I'm so curious. Like, was. Hang on. It just. It was there. Come back (laughs) to me. Come back to me. Thought. (laughs) Where did it go? (sighs) Oh, no. This happens a lot right now. And I. No, it's okay. It's new. Uh. Hang on, I'm going to just quick walk through. You went to the thing, you did the Mm -hmm. thing, you threw in the thing, and then you started doing it. You did not come into this with absolute ground zero, no, like, you, I imagine, ten years in radio, you had a lot of comfort around the technology, behind a microphone, being yourself. That's why I think
1: auditioning was so much easier because I'm used to just kind of ripping and reading too. And I still kind of audition very quickly. Sometimes that works against me, but it hasn't really, I, I'm able to audition very fast. Like I can knock out 30 auditions in an hour, maybe like it's just because I come from a uh, an era of like, all right, here's this breaking story. All right, Morgan, something just happened. What are we doing? And I could just kind of like go with it. Um, but I also think if I had gone from like solo show to voiceover, I would have been too announcery. I think being on a morning show and knowing how to talk to someone the way I'm talking to you and being like, you know, like, hey El Paso, all right, this is the weather forecast today. Um, coming up for today's top stories, like stuff like that. Being on a morning show with another person really helped ground my delivery. Yeah. Um, I think I would have been. A comp- I think it would have been a lot harder to shake some of the. Old radio, like announcer vibes. If I hadn't, but definitely, like editing in Adobe, I, I feel for people who really take time to learn Adobe, because I have ten years of editing experience. That helps, and that will speed up your audition process. Oh, for so sure. That definitely, definitely helped.
0: Very sure. cool. I so yeah. I've known about your radio background, and obviously, <laughs> or not obviously to anybody in this, because we're interested. Anyway, I was blown away by just how you coached and taught and helped so many people within the group myself included for this real person read and how you can be more of yourself and describing Mm -hmm. the the sounds and everything that you bring to the microphone like that kind of uh almost gen z vocal fry thing that kind of is what people (laughs) want right now yeah so where Mm -hmm. do you think that knowledge that wisdom that ability to just offer that advice came from like the radio thing or is it like what the last year has been like boom i found this thing i've cracked this code and this is working let me show you guys
1: yeah i think it's the last yeah it's not radio i don't even never even thought i could would be able to articulate how to do it i still think sometimes it's hard but no that's just from like recognizing what i do when like i'm in a session and people like clients will say it's so cool to watch me do it because I'm so animated and every ounce of my face is moving, (laughs) even though it is a conversational read, like it, it, it's like, it takes a lot of effort to do that in a sense, right. To be nuanced and and stuff. So I think it's just like observing what people have said about myself and trying to get people to get to that place too. So that's why I don't charge. I'm not charging. Anytime soon, because I'm like I've only been doing this a year. I'm by no means like an expert yet. I'm just trying to articulate what I think works for me.
0: So. Well, and it's articulated so well in my experience because that's sweet. What's fun is like recently yeah. I was in a um I was in a little workshop thing with a casting director, and it was phenomenal fun. It was like yeah. each person in here got to chance to read some copy, and we got feedback, and they kept giving everybody and. In some ways, it was great for some of the deliveries, but others it did. I felt like it took yeah, away from it some did of click. it. Like, well, yeah. but what the casting director was saying is, I want you to stand up. I want you to be a standing person. I want you to take your headphones on, and that's going to help you hit more of your authentic self. And in my mind, I was like, the time I did feel my most authentic self is when I shifted my com- my yes. chair this way and just sort of yeah. lounged. And I was like, eh, this is me actually being my, auth- this yeah. is what I do when I'm talking to yeah. my friends. So why wouldn't it work?
1: Sometimes standing up, like I will stand up in sessions a lot, but then sometimes I have to sit down. If I'm just feeling like I'm not hitting it or not getting ground, like I will sit back down. Yeah. Um. So it just, you know, you know what it feels like when it's feeling, you can kind of tell when you're hitting it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Everyone always says stand up for animation and video games, which I can kind of agree with that. Um, But commercial, it's just really what, it, when you feel you're most comfortable.
0: Yeah. And yeah. is... Now commercial is the thing you do the most. Is that correct?
1: I mean, I do a lot of commercial, but I get just as many like explainer videos and stuff
0: That makes sense. I would
1: say it's like 50 50 But I do get I do get a lot of commercial not necessarily national campaigns right now, but um,
0: I'm sure they're coming. I'm sure they're coming.
1: (laughs) I did I did get a booked for an Ashley furniture (laughs) national campaign recently So that's gonna be fun um thank you but i do a lot of it's really just like conversational friendly vibes that's just kind of my whole thing and what i think works for me right now cuz i don't do a lot of e-learning yet i want to i've done a few projects like bulk e-learning not just like modules or something short but yeah commercial and like explainer type tech videos for sure
0: yeah and that leads me to and i'm sorry i'm diverting away from the question no, list okay. i sent you already cuz no, i'm like fine. morgan can handle this yeah i can't help but hear I love uh, it. i'm curious what your like what's your target voiceover i, I guess kind of pie in the sky big dream goals
1: oh i mean i would love to get on like you know an animated series or a triple a game or just i have something coming up that's under nda right now it's a video game and it's my first like playable character and i'm really excited about that because it's a big indie game that's so exciting um, yeah, but it's 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 a unique project too. But I, I would love to get like a staple character job, whatever that looks like, anything that involves just playing a part, you know, like acting, anything, or being the voice of a, you know, a brand,
0: like yeah, a,
1: a known brand like Volkswagen or something like that. That's of course the dream. It's what I, it's what we all want, Yeah, you
0: know? the, we want that- that thing that we're just able to pick up, consistently yeah. do, get paid, the money that we need to yeah. live, and maybe even travel around the world a bit.
1: Yes. I would love to do an audio drama too, like be a character in an audio drama.
0: Ooh! kind of get
1: a- be more grounded, playing a real person. Yeah,
0: yeah what's your- what's your fun. favorite audio drama?
1: I don't actually listen to them. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I've just auditioned for them a ton, and I always have fun auditioning for them because it's like being in a, being in a soap opera almost, like in audio-wise. I wish I could say I knew. I know that's probably like shame on me but not at all I, I just love auditioning for them
0: i love that so much myself because i'm in the same <laughs> boat i you like i don't li- listen
1: but i love it yeah i'm like <laughs> i'm
0: reaching out to people on linkedin and i'm like you said you're starting an audio drama do you need voices for it I'm, i think i could be your voice do you want this guy yep. i could be myself for you <laughs> that's what you, all you're looking for I is humans it.
1: yes <laughs> i got shortlisted for this like meet cute one and it's actually called meet cute and the director wanted my contact, and then I panicked because I didn't want to give it on voices because you know they don't like you. So I was like, "Can we stay mm. on platform?" And I think it ruined it for me because they just read my message, and then I tried to find them, and yeah. But it's okay; It wasn't meant to be. Hey, but that's... it was like a rom-com audio drama, and that one that was a fun script.
0: Oh man, I mean, yeah. I can't help but see your board in the background <gasps> of yes. dreams and visions.
1: Yes. I have a lot on there. I that thing I've had to take some things off. The vision boards work, I'm a big, big manifester. You took sure. it
0: off because it came true, or yeah,
1: yeah. I wanted that's, to, like, yeah,
0: that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Mine is still filled it's and cool. it's gonna get things removed. I'm gonna keep at it.
1: I already know it. You're just one job away, Andrew. We all are really, but I just know something big is about to come your way whatever that looks like it's going to take you to a different level
0: oh i appreciate yes absolutely the one of my recent auditions i'm like i'm sending it i'm forgetting it but i'm also thinking about it a little
1: oh my god i had one yesterday and it's for something really big and i was like i know everyone there are people that have like 25 characters under their belt that are auditioning for this But I'm thinking about it too, Andrew. Like, what if? Yeah. What if it was me?
0: I've already (laughs) forgotten it, but I still know it's there.
1: It keeps me up at night. (laughs) I'll forget about it in a week. It's fine.
0: Yep. It's going to take a lot of time and a lot of finding other things to pay attention (laughs) to.
1: And then I'll cry when I see someone I know got it. (laughs) (laughs) Watch <laughs> me watch me
0: i'm so happy for you friend
1: <laughs> yeah i hate myself <laughs> uh,
0: you are no you're wonderful i i love the work you. you do i love the just getting Thank to you. hang out and chit chat uh s- so in the world of all of this i know i i've heard like we have talked within the group and obviously this is a podcast all about winging it so tell me about is it voiceover? Is it something else? Tell me about a time where you felt like you were kind of just kind of winging it.
1: I have one very, like, unique situation that I'll tell you, and then one very, um like, kind of broad. I think the whole winging it happened the day I quit my job with, like— no business plan put together and someone who i thought was my mentor was like well it was my boss at the time like well do you have an llc Well, do you know about taxes well what are you going to do if this happens do you know how hard it is to run your own business and i was like i don't know but i'll figure it out because i feel like i'm already making more than what you're paying me and i'm a lot happier so i feel like it's so easy to want to go out and tash who's in our discord just post about this and I've said this, I say, I say this all the time. Don't, don't be tempted to go out and just like spend your money on having everything together, like the fanciest microphone or the fanciest coaching package or like the fanciest studio, right? Like I am in a closet right now. The noise floor is probably not that great. It's got me national campaigns. Like really it's about winging it in terms of knowing you can take the steps of having a successful business step-by-step month, my month, like I didn't do quarterly taxes until I was making X amount a month. I didn't get the LLC until I, you know, was doing quarterly taxes. I didn't have the Excel spreadsheet until I was getting not enough room on the notes app on my phone. I didn't get the MK416 until I was like seven, eight months in knowing I could like, Take care of it financially. I don't have the fanciest studio. Um, Andrew, your noise floor is probably better than mine. Look, Just looking at it, I have a lot of road noise. But I know how to treat it. I know how to deal with it. I know what I can do in editing to make it better. It's just take it day by day and know you will know – when it's time to do the next step. Like, you don't have to have a PowerPoint presentation of your business plan. You don't have to have the best tax person right away. Just know, like, the fundamentals, know what you need to do, and take it day by day. Because when I quit my job, I had no plan. I just knew I wasn't going to go hungry. I had shelter, a roof over my head. I was going to be okay if this failed. And I think that's the big thing. Like, really look at your surroundings. Like, I'm very blessed and privileged, like, having another income with my husband in the military. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it'd be like if I had to worry about health insurance because think I don't have to do that. So it was a lot easier to wing it. But the business and all the tedious stuff that I think people get overwhelmed with, like direct marketing, I've just started doing that now. And I've been doing it a year. I would encourage people to explore that early on. But it's just taking it day by day. The second time I winged it was like a couple weeks ago and I got a call back through an agent booking for a character for a commercial and i was excited because it's my first character callback even though it wasn't like a series it was for a commercial though but i got to be a puppet and i loved my audition i was like floored so this was a virtual callback and they wanted a standing slate i was like i don't even know what that is so i figured out what that was before did you google i went into this (laughs) yeah and i asked a friend and i went into this character callback not knowing i've never done a virtual callback before it was like another live. it was like doing a live audition and I get into the room with, like, this other actor. Like, you're in a waiting room and they get you sent over. And I'm just, like, sitting there like, I don't even know if I'm in the right place. I think I am. Like, they're talking to me. Okay. And then they go and they're like, all right, slate. And I'm, like, with another actor. Didn't even know I was going to be reading with him. And I'm waiting for him to slate, not realizing, oh, wait, he's probably already been in here a couple times reading with other females. I need to slate. So, like, thir- like 20, 15 seconds go by and I'm like... Oh, Morgan Morgan Taylor, El Paso, Texas, and I will say it affected my audition because I was just so overwhelmed with like, oh, okay, I can't see the casting people, but I see the actor, and it's just me. Okay, so I'm just going off of you, and we're on Zoom. This is weird. I didn't get the job. I kind of had a feeling like I had slipped up a couple times, like I was just so overwhelmed. But I winged it, and I survived. And now, guess what? I know what to expect in the next virtual callback. Yeah. But that was so overwhelming. I just freaking winged it. I tried to pretend as much as I could. I knew what I was doing. I did not, but I won. I won- I winged it and we're here and we're survived. So
0: I yeah. I genuinely, <laughs> uh, that, like I've heard so many winging it stories at this point with all of yeah. the, the people who I've been so gracious in the information they gave me or the stories they've told me. And that's the first one to my recollection of like, I winged it and did not Yeah, it, it didn't work out did not work out but it's you okay. know what you you fix that wing and you just keep moving forward
1: yes because now i'm so much more confident where if i had another virtual callback i am uh. so prepared to what to do so it's a blessing yes and guess what yes that was like a callback is a win too in my opinion and i just know that callback was one validation i'm on the right track with my character yes. work so far um and now i had this experience that taught me so much because i used to get I remember my first live directed session, I was a mess and it was, it took forever because I was just so nervous. I didn't know what ABC was. I was just pretending. I would be like, okay. And I would also ask questions. I had another directed session with that same client now a year and a half later, and they were praising me. They, they, they kind of remembered working with me before, but they were like, yeah, you're so good. Like, wow. And I was like, cause I've had that experience Uh now and live sessions don't terrify me the way they used to. So it's like, one winging it where it's changed my life completely a second wing it winging it where i didn't get to the final destination but i learned and i'm so confident going forward yeah what to expect
0: and that second one still changes your life completely like those moments are so important to mess up and pick up and say you know what yeah, that sure I'll sit and like I felt whatever way about that, whether I was uh embarrassed or uh just felt a little like I let myself down. And I'm saying all that, but like realistically, no, you you yeah. learned and learning like I hate when people um put somebody down for their experiences when they're in the midst of learning something. Like no. that was a heck of a and on top of that, also a huge win to get a callback. Like that's yeah, so sure. good. So good.
1: And and I don't know. I just think we all have to be humbled. We we need hum humility in this industry. We have whether that's someone you can go to that's really gonna tell you how it is, whether it's experiences like putting you have to put yourself in vulnerable positions in order to grow. If you're not you got to check yourself. We we need humility constantly. I think it makes us better actors, better performers, just better people, and I'm grateful for it. I cringe sometimes because when I first walked out of that callback, I was like, "Oh, that was pretty good." And then I was like, I'm still like 2 weeks later going, "Oh shoot. No, you kind of you kind of did some things." <laughs> It's fine (laughs) but grateful moving forward yeah
0: that's that i feel like that's more the vibe of like the send it and forget it you send it yes you have you have your feelings about it don't feel like you have to completely ignore who you were in that moment like you i deliver every audition with the thought of this is the final product i need to give it my best so i'm not gonna walk away from that and just be like well okay moving on like i am gonna feel things about that and that's okay absolutely
1: it's hard not to, but you definitely can't dwell and let it affect your confidence. So
0: for sure. I love second. that. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's huge. Cause it reminds me kind of a quick soliloquy when I was working in banking, like I was a trainer and I was going for a training manager position and they asked me, uh, if you were to give us like, what is your elevator pitch, uh, for you to be training manager? Oh, that's stressful. Well, yeah. here's the thing. your boy never went to business school this was the first business
1: you're like what you're like what's that genuinely
0: i (laughs) asked them i was like that's great i want to let you know everything about that in fact i have a great answer for that but could you let me know what's an elevator pitch and
1: bless you they laughed asking
0: (laughs) they laughed i didn't get that job uh and as i fumbled through the answer i was like ah that makes more sense um Cool. And then I, like, gave some answer, but i have at that point embarrassed because I'm like, I feel like an idiot. I'm in a business place and I don't know what the hell an elevator pitch is.
1: You know, one thing, though, I commend you for doing, which is I'm always about doing, which I actually probably would have helped if I'd asked more questions in that last callback. Cause it's it's never gonna you're you're not gonna be stupid. At least you can like give them what exactly what they're expecting. That you ask the question. Yeah, cause that's humility there in itself.
0: For sure, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think I'm a pretty humble guy.
1: (laughs) I think so too. And another employer could have seen that as a strength. Yeah, it's okay. He doesn't know.
0: And honestly, asked. I, I was trying to be funny the whole way through it, because when have you ever known me to not try and make a joke out of that's something?
1: Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew with the dad jokes. I think, <laughs> But
0: I think that's why I was embarrassed afterwards, is because it didn't get any chuckles. And I'm like, well, how yeah, does nobody like, find this funny?
1: <laughs> They're too stiff. They're too corporate-y. You didn't need that.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, so when you were doing all this, you came out of radio. You came into this. Mm-hmm. I... Actually, I don't know when this happened. How, when, how'd you get an agent? You have an agent who helped you get these character things, got you this callback. Tell me a bit about what it was like finding and getting an agent.
1: So I sent my demo first to Jay Purvis out of Atlanta, which I'm no longer with. I think they're a great talent agency. They're just not as VO focused as I would like. And I, and I urge people to really do research and find like either strictly VO agencies or ones that like actively promote that they do voiceover, like check Instagrams and see like, do they ever post about VO? Do they ever mention, do they have like an agent that's like noticeable on the website that strictly work? Cause not all agents are VO focused and that's yeah. okay, right? Like yeah. Jay Purvis is great for on screen if you ever wanted to pursue that. But um, I did a self-made demo of just my samples um, with utilizing my, like, radio skills. But um, Access was probably the biggest, is the bigger one that was my first one. Mm. And because now I'm with Access Wayman out of the Midwest and then Shepherd, which is a voiceover agency out of Austin. And Access, I sent a homemade demo. It was just samples of my work. Um, and I just submitted it to, like, the projects, like, their main on their website where they say you do some submissions and hopped on a call and got signed. Wow. But it was really just like, I, I was, I've always been very strategic about when to go to there. Cause I think it can be very like, I, I made sure I had a website. I made sure I had a couple big names to go into my demo, a couple links to direct them that were like recognizable names. I do think that helps. Um, so I was strategic. I was like, I'm not going to reach out to an access until I have a full blown website up And I do stand by that. You don't need a $2,500 demo. I didn't get a professionally produced demo until just a month ago. Um, But you do need good work that's going to get their attention and make you stand out, I think.
0: Yeah. So your samples were booked work that you put into samples? Yes. Like
1: it was Ford Sync. It was um, Amazon. So I had like some heavy hitter Bookings, mm-hmm. And they weren't broadcast, by the way. Those were just online campaigns, but it just showed what I could do. And it was in my wheelhouse. Um, and I just put it together and sent it. And uh, Roger gave me a shot. And with Wayman and Shepard, I waited to get more representation after my professionally produced demo. And I got signed with them by just, again, going to the submissions page finding the email and submitting i didn't have like yeah and my air blowing audio is the one that did my demo and he really helped me know like look into these agencies he was really great with like
0: that's eric romanowski
1: yeah 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 he was um he did a great demo i asked him should i be submitting here and he was like yeah they're great people so it's like to find people that you know are with like agents that are VO focused get opinions ask their experiences because I think some people get so caught up in just representation but it's not going to help you at all if it's not with someone who even knows who you are or Uh like I know my agents now like are focused on VO I'm getting unique auditions I know I'm getting listened to especially with access because I mean I've been with them longer I've just been with Wayman and Shepard not even a month but like access has been like like we banter every audition i get a thanks got it love it or hey try this again that is so important for our egos and like our growth to have people in your corner that you know are fighting for you once you send that audition for
0: sure and it's fun because i need to take mental note on this because i want my commercial demo this year i don't have an official commercial demo right now and i want it um So I'm like, oh, am I going to I'm in that research phase of like looking at all the different demo production places. And that is something I've never I've never thought of discussing with the demo producers. Like, what are some agents that I might be able to work with? Or do you know of some people who so on after this? I always ask
1: questions with anyone. People know and like if if a demo producer knows an agent, it's because they probably have like communicated, which means that agent probably is VO focused. If yeah. He knows who he or she knows who they are or them. You know, like it just all depends.
0: I love that. See, I love yeah. doing this interview, these interviews. Not just because I get to learn about my friends so much more, yeah. but I get so many good business tips from these things yes, in big ways. It's-
1: it's so true. You just get so excited. You go to any agency in any big city or any city, and you're like, oh, they have a VO department. No, no, no. Just because they have it doesn't mean they're actually focused on it.
0: I've sent a so lot of those strategic. emails. I got yeah, booked with be... an agent who is not That's solely focused. I love that I, they booked me, and I yeah. I love that they have sent me some jobs. But in my year with them, I have gotten maybe five opportunities that were actual opportunities yeah. from them. So. Yeah. No, hate. like I got an agent. I got my demo got me booked with an agent and that's great, but I'm not getting enough auditions. So it's like, I need to, I need to expand that reach and get more agency representation. So for sure. That's the
1: whole goal is just getting your hands on as many auditions as you can. Like Like that big one I had yesterday, I was like, I'm just grateful I got to, I got, I got an audition for this. Like what? So I agree. Just get your hands on as many as you can
0: celebrate where you can get your hands mm-hmm. on things yes uh so you came from re radio to vo- voiceover to getting an agent and you've talked a little bit about this of like you know get yourself out there just do these things what how do you know when you're ready for like that next level like you've hit that point you maybe not hit a wall but you've plateaued and just need to reach that next level now
1: See that's where I felt lately because I want more agent work. Like I've gotten booked twice, um, with access, and then that one callback. Um, and I've gotten booked. I, I I'm with Big Fish Talent in Denver. They're very small, mm-hmm. and I got booked once there. But I'm like, what am I missing? Like what I, I I'm I'm pursuing now? I'm going to go get real coaching with like Tina Moralesko and like some casting directors. But I think I knew I was ready because. I had proof in the pudding, too, like, for that next step, like, okay, I'm booking a lot now. I have plenty of work. I think it's time. You know, one thing I've been thinking about is management. I don't think I'm quite ready there. I'm quite ready for that. I want to give my new representation a shot, Um, but I think it's just being realistic, and I know I wish I could say, like, you'll just, know. no, it's so easy to throw your money in a million directions in this industry on every workshop. Really pay attention to the like proof is in the pudding.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're not
1: getting booked, maybe hold off on getting that studio bricks. Maybe invest in some really good coaching and like workshops. And then okay, you're starting to get booked now. Maybe on pay to play is direct. Okay, maybe now it's time I really go after like a top tier agent. I have, you know the bookings under my belt. I have the solid demo. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. Really analyze and be strategic because you'll know and, and you'll know, not just like you'll know on paper, you'll know internally in your heart when it's time for that step. Right now. I just feel I could be so happy with the bookings I have now. I'm just working on being a better actor. Cause I think that's what I need to do in order to do better like I'm doing great. I could I could float this my whole life, but I don't want to. I do want to see how far I could go. And so I'm really checking myself, having that humility going, okay, let's perfect your acting. Let's go be a better actor. So that's what I'm focused on right now and and that's how I know I'm in that plateau. I'm like, well, everything on paper looks good, but internally something's off. So let's go, let's let's listen to that and and just perfect yourself as an actor. And I I think that's where it goes down to a lot is like checking your performance.
0: Yeah. So so that was a long answer. It's I love long answers. Honestly, this is the format for it. Podcasts, heck yeah, (laughs) we love long answers. (laughs) Um, So. You are someone who I constantly hear about within different coachings or workshops, or like I'm constantly picking up little tips from you from the things that you'll share on in the <gasps> oh, Discord yeah. group. You'll be like, Oh, I'm going to the I'm going to this one. I'm I've checked out this one. Yeah. I've once did something with this one. This is my coach and this person. You seem like all of these things were obviously you've been working hard, you switched over into this, and you had a lot of good luck with it. But you also yeah. seem like you buckled down and said, all right, buddy, it's coaching time and we're going to coach like crazy.
1: Yes, absolutely. Like, that's why I felt like I haven't coached commercially in a long time and s- since the beginning because I was just like, I'm getting booked commercially. Let me focus on video games. But I also think if you can financially invest a bulk amount of money I learned, like, doing one coaching session here and there doesn't really help you. Like, really go after the four-week classes, like Actors mm. Connection. And I did that animated Paul Liberti class. After I took that, that's when I got that character call back. And, like, doing, like, a four-week program that ingrained it if you can. Yeah. That's the best. But before you do anything, invest as much as you can financially, mentally, physically, into performance, into workshops, and coaching. Because – I think we we just sometimes we want these like instant things. We think buying the best microphone is going to get you. It's not like I still I got road noise sometimes and some sounds in here and I still get booked. One, I know how to treat it again, but because I just I have that delivery right now. So, yes, absolutely. Immerse yourself into the art of voiceover and, and get yourself in as many in front of as many people as you can. I really think it's important. That's why we have that. Did I send that? Did you see that? The sound in the the fury? sound
0: it, the sound in the furry
1: the furry. I say sound in the Fury. Different different place. Different place. Sound in the fu- so I can't even it's, say furry because I just want your, to say fury. Tina Marasco <laughs> has
0: it stuck in yeah. your head.
1: <laughs> sound in the furry uh, has a casting director workshop. Like getting in front of someone like that, that is priceless and yeah, it's very affordable. This was like a three hour workshop and it was one twenty five. Yeah, so. Stuff like that, too. But knowing, I probably wouldn't have done that early on. Like, I'm not quite ready to get in front of a animation casting director. Mm-hmm. I don't want – I don't think I'm there yet. I'm not quite confident. I don't want to ruin a perception. So, again, being strategic on knowing when it's time to do that, you know? Yeah.
0: And, like, so I love – when I'm in coaching classes or receiving coaching, whether that's through a free workshop or something else, I that is when I feel like I'm suddenly doing my best performances around those because yeah. it's so fresh in my mind. And something yes. I always feel the need to point out, because when I first started this, admittedly, when I first got into voiceover, I did not always listen to the feedback and performances of other people. And now- there's a lot
1: going on though sometimes when that happens. Yeah. You know? You're just like, uh, okay- but that suck, or what do people think? Yeah, so keep going. yeah. but
0: when I actually sit and listen to the feedback that these casting directors or coaches or uh, talent are giving to other people about their performance, I get such beautiful little things where it's like, mm. oh, I know all those things, but you just put it in words in that order that yeah. just suddenly, yeah, light bulb clicked. And like my most recent one was in a casting director workshop or seminar with um, the women who started the broadcasters, which do, they do a lot of commercial work. Lisa Fishoff is the person, that's who it is. Oh, cool. And she said to somebody in there, I feel like that performance you just gave was you trying to be the final spot in the sense of like the person gave her performance as if the EQ affects everything was on them and it took Ooh. so much away from their read because they were trying to talk like you would hear in the final spot, Ooh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. authenticity was missing because they were. Would, uh I recommend you shop at like it, almost that announcer thing came out because they were um, thinking of like how's this going to sound yeah. once they make this thing like
1: Ooh, that's so true.
0: And when she said that, I was like, Yeah, I've done but, that. Well, yeah, I've done that. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. Coaching, I can't say enough good things about coaching. And I don't think coaching needs to be a barrier that keeps you from doing all the things that get you into voiceover. Like, uh, I've been performing and auditioning and all of that for the last year and coaching alongside it. Um, but It does, like, realizing, recognizing how important the coaching element is really does get you into the right headspace in big ways.
1: Thousand percent, yes. Couldn't agree more.
0: So how do you celebrate your wins? Because you get some really, really big ones. And I know in this industry how when you're not hitting the wins, sometimes it's really hard to think there's anything worth celebrating. I know. But there very much is, 100%. So I'm curious, how do you, I guess this question is really more of a, like, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay in it? How do you keep yourself going, whether things are going great or things are challenging?
1: I think immersing myself in a good network of people like this discord, Mm. you know, having a group of people you can be transparent with about your, your experiences, really finding a good like camaraderie within the industry is important and, and be careful because when you do get too involved, then you might start seeing just this influx of information and like other people's wins and you might start questioning, but having like a good solid foundation of people you can go to gripe about it find co-workers basically because we all we don't really have that luxury with what we do but we found a whole entire corporation in the discord now andrew yes the scrappy VO is my favorite job and i think just finding good people that don't just like celebrate wins that are transparent with like flubs and, and and hardships is so important like go on linkedin and connect but also find a good internal group that can be like your little cubicle buddy that you can you can go to like how we have in this Discord because I think that will motivate me. Yeah. And I've always tried to be transparent even when I have losses. Like I've lost a client before because I couldn't do the read they wanted. I gave it to Elena. She killed it. And like knowing that like that's happened to me and if I knew that's happened to other people it would make me feel better. And not as like, well, I suck. That's not happening to anyone else. So finding someone that you can share the wins, the losses, the hards all the great stuff, the good and the bad, is so important to keep you, like, focused and up-to-date, but also humbled and, like, not alone.
0: Yeah. Like, as somebody who does consider themselves very introverted, I I enjoy sitting in my little padded room here by myself, talking and playing into a microphone. But everything felt so much better when I had my people. Yeah. When we could just mm-hmm. hop into a room and suddenly it's like we're all standing around the water co- cooler, yeah. joking around and uh
1: gab yeah
0: yeah i have morgan saying andrew what do you think about that and i'm like that's a great question morgan i don't know
1: <laughs> you always have good inside are you kidding
0: <laughs> <laughs> it it really it. did like you pulled me into th- so many people have been like great but you were somebody who like yeah. pulled me out of the shell i was trying to place myself in when i first jumped into discord because i didn't use discord <laughs> a ton beforehand like this group oh. is one of the biggest, like, yeah. Discord interactions I've had. And well, yeah. everyone
1: knows who you are now. I was talking to Luca today. She was like, do you want to FaceTime? Because we're going to the One Voice uh, conference in Dallas in August together. Oh. Because um, it's it's in my state, so I got to go. And I was like, oh, I'm going on this podcast with Andrew, you know? And she's like, I love
0: Luca's great. Honestly, I got to meet yeah. Luca through positively voiceover through Gina Scarpa. Oh, uh, yeah, Yes. Best, oh my gosh, that's yeah. That's a that is another Discord group that I have been engaged yep. with for a while. And that yeah, voiceover people are li- like some of the best people.
1: They are. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yes, yes, they are.
0: There was there was something there. <laughs>
1: I feel like any kind of creative field, it's like they're either the best people in the world or the absolute worst. And there's like no in between. I've never met someone in the industry where I was like, you're okay. Like, I'm like, no, I either freaking love you or you terrify me. And I don't I, I don't want anything to do But that's probably just people in general. I mean, have you ever really met someone where you're like, meh, indifferent?
0: Definitely, you know. yeah definitely okay. not in this in, <laughs> not in this industry yeah, yeah
1: yeah. but
0: just people in general in, in I'll walk society. down the street yeah in society i'll be like you know what yeah. you keep on walking any
1: kind of any kind of creative space you have wolves i i'm just so grateful for what we have we have such a good group of people all different uh, levels all different backgrounds it's just great
0: and the most wholesome freaking hearts just god i know such a loving yeah. and supporting group Get what your group, is. people. Everybody get your group. Get your people. You come to our group. If you need people, we will adopt you into our people. Yes.
1: We're very adoptable. <laughs> or adopted. Did. Morgan, We're gonna adopt you.
0: Morgan's <laughs> going to look at you and say, I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: <laughs> you have the floor. <laughs> senator of Georgia has her. <laughs> what do they do in Congress? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's uh,
0: funny. So, when has or has there ever been a time? I guess because you've had some big ones, you've stuck through this, and I want to stay respectful in your time of your time as I'm going through this. Mm-hmm. So, I am curious: is there, was there ever a time while winging it where you said, "You know what, all done. I can't do this thing anymore." Like in the in the world of like, how did you know? Was there ever a time where there was something where you just realized you had invested a lot of time into it, but Say la vie. I'm all done.
1: Yeah. For, well, it's like a temporary all done. Like, when I first got my demo, I reached out to all the big, except like Atlas in New York, because I'm already with Access. Um, I reached out to like CSD, SBV, um, and nothing. I have not got signed. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not your time right now to get an LA rep or that big manager, and that's okay. Like, you got... Three good representations right now that are really sending you stuff consistent consistently weekly. It's all different. You know what? We're done, right? We're we're gonna like put that on the back burner. Let's go and focus on your performance. Let's get some more coaching. Let's really do some consistent coaching because you haven't really in a while, besides one class. Like you've been doing sporadic stuff, but you're realizing like this isn't working. I need to do something like back to back. So that was, like, when I did not get an L.A. bite, that was when I was like, it's okay. We're done with that for now. I am content. I'm going to focus on being a better actor and move forward. And I feel really good about that right now. There are so many times I think we all get very impatient because you see somebody that you love and respect get a big win. Like, oh, I just signed with CSD. And they're like, well, shit, I need to get on CESD. <laughs> or, I just did this class and now I have a... a call back oh I need to go take that class and I need it so it's like yeah it, it was that for me putting it away knowing like I'm doing everything I should be doing let's just keep let's keep going it's okay it's not a no right now it's just a not right now mm. it's a no it's a not right now not a no
0: yeah so,
1: and that's okay yeah
0: I love that because it what it's given me in my mind and I love the little visuals of things that help me understand the world so like it gives me this idea of okay, I hit my season finale on this thing and it's got a cliffhanger, cliffhanger season finale. I can't wait to see next season, but everybody's got to take a break until next season. Yep. And then the next season comes around and you just, you have an opening thing where it's like, suddenly your coming of age story starts taking off in that thing. I like that.
1: Yep. And you know, something that worked out in my favor, I'll give you another like, like parallel to that. Um, and when I reached out to shepherd agency, which they're just a voiceover agency out of Austin, I was really excited because I was like, Ooh, like this, I'm going to be moving to the Austin area. Like this, I could like meet my agent in person. And I reached out and we had a couple correspondence correspondents back and forth. Like the day I reached out and then I was like, okay. And then I followed up, did not hear from them for a month. And then last Friday or Memorial day weekend, the Friday before. I got signed. And I was like, I thought that was a sign sealed, like done, not happening, that's okay. Did not hear from them for a month after even following up. And then I got signed. So like, I was just like, okay, it's okay. That's not for you right now. You're fine. Yeah. And then it worked out. It was patience. Full circle.
0: You're like, okay, the season has ended, but the Christmas special just came out.
1: (laughs) Exactly. The BTS is here. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) So, once again, thank you. Oh, so very much for all of this time that you have spent here. I always keep an eye eye on, like, okay, we're just about to an hour here. Oh, you're
1: on it you're on it yeah
0: i came from a world with like people on tight schedules so i'm just and this is a world of people on tight schedules like yeah,
1: performance sometimes, sometimes. Is, you know, yeah fair it depends on the day because sometimes i ain't booked baby and i'm just sitting here twiddling my thumb. you and i have
0: sat in the water cooler for like three hours yeah. before just like shooting the heck back and forth yeah. with everyone
1: i always say if i'm if i'm posting on social media creating content i'm <laughs> I ain't got time for that I'm booked. Oh, I've <laughs> seen
0: you on Instagram so much lately.
1: Oh, yeah, they <laughs> it's just picking up the last two days. That's why I was on there.
0: Morgan was not booked. <laughs> well how can speaking of instagram and other things how can people stay in touch with you like for any of the audience that jumps in here you're a phenomenal person and i think the world wants to hire you for all the things Thank including you. netflix cartoon, yeah, network. cartoon
1: network pokemon
0: they need to hire you immediately so how can they get in yes. touch with you
1: um they can go to the.morgan.taylor on instagram
0: the.morgan.taylor
1: yeah the.morgan.taylor on instagram follow me dm me you can go to morgantaylorproductions.com my email and stuff is there just stop asking me to be a brand ambassador for your 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 mlm type (laughs) scheme of athletic Apparel. We're not into schemes.
0: That. We don't want schemes.
1: You know what I'm talking about, where it's like, yes. Let us help you fix your Instagram. Let us send you these four free items. No, you you bought
0: Yep. No, no, thank yeah. you. Don't tag me no, in anything. You.
1: No, thank
0: you. Once again, thank you so much, you, Morgan. Trin. Honestly, like this is you are such a you are such an inviting person, and just You're the, the amount of friendliness that you exude and. Professionalism that you bring into this group is, I think, inspirational for any of the new participants thank and the you. current ones, of course. But thank uh, you. it means a lot that you <laughs> got to do this. So thank you.
1: Well, thank you. I can't wait to listen. You're the best.